Warning, words and sounds of violence are included in this episode. Those were the words uttered by Paranaque policeman Jonel Nuesca before firing his service firearm that ended the lives of Sonia Gregorio and her son Frank. The video of the shooting caused a maelstrom during the week of Christmas, a week that was supposed to be about merrymaking. Soon enough, government officials vehemently condemn Nuesca. Turlac's police chief Renante Cabico vows Nuesca will not get away with the gruesome murder. Interior Secretary Eduardo Año calls it an isolated incident. Malacanang calls Nuesca a bad egg. Gaya ng akin na sabi kanina, isang bugok lang po yung police na yan. No? Hindi naman po lahat ng police ay gaya niya. Siyempre po, ang barel ay para sa proteksyon ng ating mga kapulisan. Finally, President Rodrigo Duterte himself puts his foot down. Unahin ko lang yung police. Nakita ko yung TV. Uh, baka na hindi ninyo talaga nakuha, ha? Pero I, I don't think that uh, isa lang itong klaseng police na to. May sakit ito sa utak, tupak, tarantado yung gago na yon, Di ba sinabi ko? You do it right, I'm with you. You do it wrong, and there will be a hell to pay. Yun ang sinabi ko sa aking sona. The messaging of the Duterte administration is clear. They condemn the killing and wash their hands of it. They don't like what happened, but no one but Janelle Nuesca is to blame. Not the police force he has shamed, not the agencies that supervise the police, and definitely not President Rodrigo Duterte. What all these officials fail to say is that Nuesca is hardly the first cop to be accused of brutality and abuse of power during the Duterte presidency. He is merely among the few whose acts of violence were captured in video and are therefore impossible to deny. Nuesca is also a cop whose commander-in-chief, President Duterte, has very publicly told police to kill people who resist arrest. Welcome to Seat of Power. I am Pira Nada. For this episode, let's recall Duterte's controversial orders to the police. From Duterte's mouth to Nuesca's gun, a culture of impunity ends in blood-soaked corpses. Listen to Duterte defend his controversial kill orders for the police, a day after the Gregorio's murder. Ang agin dito ulitin ko, do your duty, enforce the law. Your actions must be in accordance with the law. You do not follow the law, magsalbits ka, magpatay ka dyan, I'm sorry. That is not part of the agreement of how we should do our work. The problem here is many of Duterte's past remarks about killing were vague and thus open to misinterpretation. Like this order last April. I will not hesitate. My orders are sa police, pati military. Pati mga barangay na pagkaginulo at nagkaroon ng okasyon na lumaban at ang buhay ninyo ay 
na nalagay na, na sa alanganin shoot them dead But what if bad cops stretch the meaning of resisting arrest? Did Nuesca shoot the Gregorios because they were taunting him and refusing to be arrested? Duterte likes to throw around verbs like massacre and shoot to kill. He says he does it to scare criminals, but he doesn't seem to realize another possible effect. It could bring out the worst in the people who already have an inclination to violence. He also often promises to protect cops whenever they're accused of overstepping their power during anti-crime operations. For as long as there is that power to pardon sa Constitution, yan ang weapon ko against crime. Magmasakir kayo na isandaan, di ba? Isandaan din kayo, hindi pardon lahat eh. Restore to Full uh, political and civil rights, plus a promise, promotion to both. That's him talking to soldiers in September 2016, only two months after he was sworn in as president. For as long as I am the president, nobody but nobody, no military man or policeman, will go to prison because. They perform their duties well. In the same speech, he tells law enforcers to shoot suspects dead, whether or not they pull out a gun. Pagka bumunot, patayin mo. Pag hindi bumunot, patayin mo rin. Para matapos na. Kaysa maula pa yun, bro. Ako na ang bahala sa inyo. This contradicts Duterte's claim that he tells the police to shoot only when a suspect fights back. Then you hear Duterte trying to soften his kill threats. Hindi ako mag-order ng illegal. Kaya maniwala niya. I did not order you and the police to perform punitive police action. His spokesmen tend to highlight these kinds of remarks as if to say they offset the much more dramatic and emphatically delivered kill orders. But it cannot be denied that Duterte and his supporters actively cultivate the image of the president as a man who resorts to violence to solve the ills of society. What Duterte and his rabid fans may not realize is that that narrative has consequences. We may never know what was going on in Janelle Nuesca's mind when he shot Sonia and Frank Gregorio dead. We may never know what belief systems led Nuesca to think nothing of cold-blooded murder. But he's definitely not alone in thinking such killing is justified. No less than the police chief of a town in Catanduanes, Police Captain Ariel Buraga, said on social media that the killing should teach people to respect policemen. By the way, he was sacked for making the comment. Can we trace these bloody killings and this bully behavior to President Duterte himself? The United Nations Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights thinks so. In their report last June, they said Duterte's public remarks, quote, may have incited violence and may have had the effect of encouraging, backing, or even ordering human rights violations with impunity, end quote. Let's not forget that presidents, as the foremost authority figure in the country, are powerful makers of norms. Many Filipinos look to the president to know what's acceptable or not. When I interviewed Teresa de Vela of the Women and Gender Institute about Duterte's rape jokes, she said leaders play a role in our socialization 
because they represent one of the social institutions that mold our society. Socialization is the process of learning to behave in a way that is acceptable to society. While you'll never convince many Filipinos to kill for the heck of it, there are some Filipinos who may have always preferred violence, but suppressed their actions because brutality had been frowned upon. But what if you have the President of the Philippines himself encouraging it? Will Filipinos with bad intentions really wait for clarifications made by the President's spokesman? Duterte's colorful kill threats may have been all they were waiting for to give in to their desire to inflict harm. Is it merely a coincidence that lists of killed lawyers, human rights activists, journalists, and even doctors continue to grow longer each day under the Duterte presidency? Despite the consequences of Duterte's very powerful words, the president refuses to back down. He continues to advocate for violence against people he deems criminals. He and his spokesmen try to wash away bloodstains from the presidential podium, but it's already soaked through. I'm Piranada. Thanks for listening. Check out other episodes of Seed of Power on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.